Yeah, barbells and tall tails coming at you on this Memorial Day weekend. Are you ready? Woo! My man Dean Sweat, what's happening, bro? Not much, Jam. I'm uh, very tired, but I uh, had a very good Memorial Day weekend. I hope everyone else did. Yeah, I hope everybody had a great weekend. Some of us, we did Murph in honor of it. But let's let's get this thing rolling. Let's get the party started. Uh, let's go. My man Dean, okay. yesterday, no-showed me, y'all. Yeah, no sorry about me. that. Yeah, talk right into the mic, because I want them to hear this. I had uh, bigger fish to fry, and when I say that, I actually did have fish to fry. We That's went on a uh, we went on a chartered fishing boat down in uh, Santee Cooper on the weekend, caught a whole mess of catfish, and uh, wound up frying them yesterday. Well, that's good. Well, let me tell you what happened to me this weekend, right? Today's Memorial Day weekend, and, you know, uh, one of us in this room does CrossFit. The other one has quit. Yep. Uh, not sure what happened. You know, a 73-year-old Ric Flair is in better shape than my man Dean Sweat over here. Without a doubt. We talk about it all the time. But every Memorial Day weekend, CrossFit's across America, across the world. They do this workout called Murph in honor of uh, a fallen soldier. Uh, every day he would do this workout. It was one-mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats. You run another mile. There's ways that you can do this thing. You can run the one mile, you can come in and go straight 100 pull-ups, right into straight 200 push-ups, and then 300 air squats on another mile. It's easily the worst workout of CrossFit. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Now, I do it's it. It's the holy grail of CrossFit yeah, as well. And, and I do it, I probably, I don't know how you do it, but I do it like, you know, we break it up like partition, Cindy, right? Yeah. We partition it. So, uh, you know, you run a mile, five pull-ups, push, uh, 10 push-ups, and 15 air squats for yes, 20, rounds, 20 rounds, and then you run another mile. So here's my thing, Dean. You sold me out the other day, but it was like a like a common pattern for me this past weekend. Like I don't know if I wasn't wearing deodorant, if if people were mad at me. You know, if you're not wearing deodorant, that could be a problem, Jam. I mean, it seriously could be because I mean I am funky at sometimes. Like, yeah, funky not, like a monkey, baby. Hey, TBC, taking care <laughs> of business. T Dusty Rose up in here, son of a plumber man. But uh, my thing is this, you know. You know, if people say they love our show, right? They love they yes. love our podcast. The millions and millions of followers. Yeah, I mean, even The Rock tunes in. Yes. Uh, you've had uh, relatives talk about how we just have voices that fit podcasts. But here's the thing. I don't have the face for anything else, right? No. I don't oh, have, yeah, I'm right there with you, dog. I don't have the face for TV. I don't have the face for women. I'm going to buy a boat because right now the most good-looking guy in the world owns a boat. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter what yeah. you look like. You could be 400 pounds with a beard down past your kneecaps. But if you own a boat, you got good-looking girls. And if that boat is full of gas, you're on a whole nother level. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and like, I don't drink, but if it's loaded down, yes. I mean, yes. you are... You are. You don't need personality. No. You don't need good looks. You don't need a, an hourglass you know, frame. No, you, you, you don't need muscles. You just I need mean, a boat. If I pulled out in a boat right now at Baden Lake, I would be the Brad Pitt of, oh, yes. of Davidson County. Yeah, and the woman would say, I just love this guy. I, yeah. I, there's something about him. It's the boat, Dad. It's gummit. the boat. We're not yeah. dumb, right? Like, yeah. when I was in high school, it was the car, mm -hmm. right? If you had a Mustang, you, you pulled the women. I had a Chevette. Yeah. I pulled nothing yep. except I pushed my car everywhere I went. But now it's now it's now he's got a pontoon with a 150 on the back of it. Right. I mean, look, ladies, I got two Jeeps. What's up? Yeah, yeah mean, he, he's got a he, – not only does he have a Jeep Wrangler – He's got a Jeep Gladiator. Talk to me. This man's in a whole nother tax bracket, ladies. Man, y'all just Hit don't know. Hit my man up. <laughs> but where I'm going with this, right? Not much to go on. 
And so, you know, I'm going to do Murph, and uh, I got this guy. He's going to partner with me, uh, Kevin Lineberry. We mentioned a couple times. Oh, Lord, talk about an anchor for a partner. And so uh, he's like, hey, are you going to do it Saturday? And I was like, well, you know, I was going to, like, Saturday morning because you want to do this in the morning time before it gets too wait, hot. Wait, wait, wait. What time Saturday did you ask Kevin Lineberry to do this workout? Well, first off, it was on a, you know, I asked him Friday. He said, are you going to do it? And so I was looking at either the seven o'clock or the eight thirty class. You messed up, man. Right, I messed up. But 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 here's where we go. He said I can't make it Saturday. Will you do Murph with me on Sunday okay. after church sometime? Yeah, like at open gym at two o'clock. And I was like, Yeah, man, I will wait till Sunday to do Murph with you. I, I'll skip. I'll skip Saturday class. I'll do it Sunday. We'll roll out. So he's like, well, what time? And I was like, well, I don't want to do it at open gym at 2 o'clock because, bro, it's going to be 89 degrees. Exactly. I said, and then, uh, man, I like to eat. So as church is over, I want to eat lunch. And you can't eat lunch and then go do Murph. Like, no, because it's, it's it's, gonna, you're going to see that lunch again. Right, exactly. exactly. And so it's on the side of the road. And so I was like, I was like, let's go right after church. Mm-hmm. Let's knock it out before the class gets there. And then be done with it. Then we can go drink Gatorade. Yeah. We can do whatever we want then to. Then go eat at Magnolia's or whatever you want to do, yeah. Get some fried chicken and throw down with Don. That way it'll stay up. Oh, absolutely, stay down, I mean. yeah, yeah. Stay down. And so, you know, church rolls around. Uh, I don't see Kevin in church, which is not common, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a heathen. Yeah, oh, yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> uh, I mean, you look at that spiky hair. Right? That man's no. seen the time or two. Yeah. I mean, you can't trust Hawkeye. No, right? no. I mean, no. Hawkeye is one of the Marvel characters that is probably the weakest. And so that's why we give him, you know, Kevin that name, Hawkeye, yeah. right? He kind of looks like him. So Hawkeye I, I, with chicken legs. Right. So I don't see him. So I get I get all my stuff taken care of. I lock up the church and stuff. So I head to the gym. I get there about 1230. I'm like, all right, what's Kevin at? What's going on? And so, man, 1245, I was like, Man, I got to work out. I got to get this yeah, done. I got to do this thing. Because if not, I am not going to be able to do this. Yeah. And so, 12.45, hit the timer. I take off, do Merv, run my first mile, come back in. Uh, Jeremy Perdue comes in. He's check, He's watching stud, me do Stud, straight oh, stud. My man did Merv. With, Twice. With a 40-pound vest on. Like he done Murph. it the standard way, which I think the standard way is so much harder. Cause you can't, you can't break, you don't break it up. You right. do a hundred, you do a hundred pu- uh, pull ups, yeah, two hundred push ups, and then three hundred air squats, and then you do your second right. mile. So that is hard. Yeah, him, Caleb, and a couple of those guys who were just beast knocked it out. So I'm doing my five, ten, fifteen, and about to die. Yep. And so I get out, I run my second mile. Takes me an hour and fourteen minutes and fifty nine seconds to do this thing. Well, that's not bad for someone of your age, Jim. Thanks a lot. Dan. You're welcome. You're such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always here for support, pal. I like you about as much as I like Cam Newton. <laughs> right? I mean, that's just where you are on the levelness. And so Cam I can get another shout out again this week. And so I get done. I'm laying there in my puddle of sweat and regret, misery. Uh, wondering why did I just waste an hour and 14 minutes of my life. I'm not going to get this back. Uh, Kyle Pugh, he has walked in. He come fist bumps me, some other people. I'm laying there. During Murph, I've drank two bottles of water, two bottles of Gatorade yep. during the workout, right, because trying to stay hydrated because it's hot. And guess who calls me? Oh, it's probably Kevin Lineberry. Kevin Lineberry He probably says this. Hey, man, what's up? Hey, man, what's up, man? Uh, what, 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 I, I didn't know what time we were doing Murph today. I said, what you mean you didn't know what time we were doing Murph today? I said, I told you right after 12, right after church. Oh man, you confused me. I didn't, I didn't know what time you were doing Murph. I didn't know. And so he bails on me. Yep. 
All right, and so then that's all day Sunday, right? I get bailed on. And so Monday, I'm waiting here at the church, 2 o'clock, meeting Dean, 2.15, nothing happens. I text Dean, where you at? Oh, cooking cooking catfish or something. And so, no, I said, shoot. And uh, then I called you immediately. I had a weed eater in my hand at that time. And? I had a weed eater in my hand, and I totally forgot about it. And I'm the one that said, let's do 2 o'clock yeah, on I'm, Monday. So basically, what you just told me was the weed eater was more important than me. No, I actually forgot. That was that was my biggest issue. You know, you know my biggest issue. I shouldn't. I should have told Crystal, "Hey, I'm meeting Jam at two because Crystal is my bookkeeper. She keeps me on track for everything. And the way my ADD brain works, I will forget something. And I forgot you yesterday. All right, what what all have you forgotten recently? Let's think about this. Oh God, I've forgotten so much. Well, where do we start? The directions to the gym is one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've forgotten the directions to the gym. That's for sure. I mean, that's one. All right, and so you and so I'm 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 cool with it, right? Because Dean's my dude, man. I love me some Dean Sweat. So I I leave here. I go to the golf course. I'm meeting a couple buddies. Me, Josh Moses, Jonathan Crisco, Chris Sova. So we're gonna walk 18. Yep. Which I don't recommend after doing Murph. Like, it no, was absolute miserable. Well, actually, I mean, you can kind of get your muscles moving, maybe loosen up a little bit. but It didn't. Yeah. And so we're getting ready to tee off. It's about 3.45, 4 o'clock. I was like, my text over. I said, hey, bro, we're getting ready to tee off. Where you at? He said, I'm coming in from Greensboro. I'm running a little late. I'll catch up with you guys. Yeah. I said, no problem. Hole 18. I text over again. I said, are you about here? Three and a half hours later. Yeah. To which my man replied, Man, I went home, got on the couch. Yes. I got sold out three times yeah. in two days. They flaked on you, man. What is it about me that just I don't people... know, Jam, because if there's if there's one person I don't want to disappoint, it'd be you. What what? And, and you just and you got disappointed at least five times this weekend. <laughs> oh, I got disappointed more than five times. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. I talked to a few girls, so the registered number oh, is, no. <laughs> is way Did up. Did you there. tell them that you're c- contemplating on getting a boat? I'm not buying a boat. Look, I, I I don't have Crisco money. I don't have sweat money. I don't have I, – I just don't – I don't roll that deep. I mean, you got a pontoon. I could sell you my pontoon. Well, then I didn't want you – I don't want you to lose Crystal. Yeah, no, it, we won't lose Crystal. <laughs> no, that, that thing's getting gone. They say the two greatest days in a man's life is when he buys his boat and sells it, and I'm, I'm trying to sell it. Are you really trying to sell yes, your pontoon? Yes, I'm really trying to sell it. I think Crystal's dad's going to buy it, so. I mean, uh, do, you, do you go on the lake much? When we first got it, it was almost every weekend that we went. The first two years, I would say the first year that I had it, I took it out probably 10 or 12 times. Right. And it was was coming into the off season. Okay. And then the next year, it was almost every other weekend we took it out. And the last couple years, once to twice a week. Right. Now, where do you usually go to? I usually go to Baden um, for for a day. I'll go to Baden, Baden Lake. But then if I'm doing the weekend thing with the family where we camp out, we go to Jordan. Oh. Yeah, Jordan's nice. Okay, nice. Now, you guys are heading to Florida this week, right? Oh, yeah, baby. It's going to be my 40th uh, birthday bash. We're uh, flying out on uh, Thursday morning. Now, when do you get back? I will get back Friday – or no, s- Sunday afternoon. Sunday. So, we're going to record Monday again next week. One yeah, because I don't think I'll be in a, a, a right a right mind to uh, record on Sunday. <laughs> I'll be a little tired. All right, now here, here's what we want because I know we got Dean's disciples that just they show up every week. Hi on guys, our page. how are you doing? 
we need some videos of what's going down in Florida. Oh, man. You just, you, we're going to get PG version videos, oh, right? absolutely. Okay. Right. Absolutely. Because I know the people at, uh, uh, what is y'all's oil company now called? Uh, It'd be called Cadence. Cadence. I yes. know they want to know what's going on in the sweat life. I don't know if they want to know what's going on in that one. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> we got to know what's happening. But, hey, we want to talk about some stuff today, Dean. And so I've got a topic that's really been on my brain. Okay. Because we've been talking about Scam Newton the last couple of weeks. We've talked about Ric Flair. Uh, we got fantasy football getting ready to kick in, which I absolutely love fantasy I live for football. It. I love it. And so I want to talk to you this day about you're getting ready to turn 40. Yes. I'm, I'm 51. Uh, what has happened with today's athletes? Oh, they're soft. They're softer well, than baby shoes. Exactly. Shoe. Yeah. So, where where do you think this stems from? What where do you think athletes all of a sudden got man? I got a sprained thumb. I can't play this week. I I think it could just be a cultural thing. I think uh we've we've gotten softer, and I think it's with the parenting. If you look back, because I know there's a little bit of an age gap between me and you, but I feel like we grew up with the same style of parenting. Yep. Um, if you, uh, nowadays parents want to protect their kid from electrocuting themselves or falling down and scraping their knees. Man, I um, peed on electric fence before. Yeah, I mean, I had a cousin that peed on electric fence and fell down and, and cried. Um, I, I ran into a barbed wire fence with my bike. Oh, I hit it with a um, go-kart. Yeah, so, I, I mean, kids don't get out and play. They don't get scrapes. They don't get bruises. That's what toughens kids up. Yeah, the, the saying... Rub some dirt on it is right. is a thing of the past now. I mean, now I, you've got helicopter parents, which I'm I am I'm guilty of. I'm oh, guilty of being a helicopter here we go. dad. Here we, this but we, um, this is where I wanted to go with Dean. Dean just opens the door <laughs> to an incredible I'm segue. Probably gonna regret saying that. Here, I mean, here's the thing, because I say this all the time. Like you just said, we probably were coached harder. Absolutely, uh, we done things, but we don't want our kids to go that route. We don't want our kids to have a coach who will bust you up if you mess up because we want to protect him at all costs. Where does that mindset come from? I don't know. Um, I, it's just everything, everyone, every little generation has gotten softer as we've went down the line. Um, I mean, I, I remember I remember coaches coming up to me and saying when I played Little League, they're like, hey, you know what, if your hitting doesn't get better, we got we got two more slots. You might get cut. You're done. You're, you're right. Yeah, you, they would they would pull you to the side and say, "Hey, man, you got to pick it up." That's what you. you and said I was the scared right to thing. death. I'm sitting here at home swinging the bat like crazy. Exactly. Yeah. You got cut. Where today is? You I didn't got, wait. I didn't get cut. You got other guys. Got you got cut. AAU. You got USSSA. You got. I mean, you got. I mean, all it is is pay to play leagues, right? Yes. I see these parents posting their kids with these championship rings from AAU or USSSA Division One, Two, or Three. What? What? That's crap. Mm-hmm. Like when we played, there was one team. Oh yeah, one. And if you didn't make that team, you didn't play. Yeah, you didn't play. And if you got hurt, you better suck it up. Yep. I mean, we drank out of a water hose. Yep. And I got these kids running around now with body armor, Gatorade, Aquafina. They get their brownie in their juice box at the end of the game. Yeah. yeah. Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. Please. What was what is that? Because that didn't happen. You earned your trophy. You finished first, second, or third, or you didn't get a trophy. Exactly. Look at the Olympics. They want yep. to give everybody something. Yep. And so we live in this we live in this time where everybody is so celebrated. And I hate, I hate, I hate. Like I would coach varsity basketball. 
and I had two rules. One, work hard. Two, don't watch the NBA. Yep. Right, because uh, the the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics right now are getting ready to start the NBA Finals. And you know who they want to talk about the most? Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Oh, yeah. Who do they play for? The Nets and the Lakers. And the Lakers, yeah. Not and nobody's in the playoffs. Yeah, they're not even there. And so all these athletes have become individuals now where it's just a bunch of garbage. And you just wonder. There's no defense. No defense, no nothing. Like, you know, you were probably like me. You went outside until when? I went until your mom called you in. Well, and the or it was dark. Yeah, it was dark. Yeah. And so I look at this, and this is where parents, y'all going to get mad at me, but guess what? I don't care. Uh, when we were kids, we were outside from the sun up to sundown. All right. Our bodies got acclimated to hot weather. Mm-hmm. All right, now, if it's over 83 degrees, we can't practice. If it's, oh, we're going to have heat exhaustion. You want to know why your kids are having heat exhaustion? Because they're sitting inside these games, playing these games all day long, and they don't do nothing outside, yep. and they're on the phone the whole time, and that's why your athlete is soft. And that's and some of you parents need to just tell your kids, hey, you don't need to play this sport. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's just, some of the parents are living vicariously through the kid. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're making the kid. Now, this, man, I always think just stick to one sport. That's why. That's the, kind of the way I feel. Right. I think kids can get burnt out on the sports, but that's I, just me. I don't, I don't mind multiple sports, but if you if you start something, you got to finish it. Yeah. All right. You just can't quit in the middle of the season. So, what was your sport growing up? I was a baseball guy. I played first base for the uh, uh, for Newmarket PTO. Um, and all the way, I think I played with them till seventh grade, I think. And then I, then I just quit, but I loved, I loved baseball. Baseball was my sport. I played basketball a couple of years, but I wasn't any good at it. Well, what, what is it about baseball in Randolph County that makes this sport so huge? I don't know. I don't know, but there's a, there's a big following, a baseball following. In yeah, Randolph it County. really is. It I really mean, is. You got, you got Legion ball, which is coached by Ronnie Pugh, who's a phenomenal guy. Yep. Uh, you got these. probably beat your time in Murph. Oh, Ronnie Pugh would destroy my time in yep. Murph. There's yep. no, I mean, no questions asked. Yeah, sixty-six years old, and I mean, destroys me in anything that we mm-hmm. do in, at the gym. Dude is phenomenal. Uh, you got the Ashboro Zookeepers who uh, Pugh Oil, or uh, I'm not sure what they're, but they still own that. So you got that going on. Uh, Randleman Baseball is undefeated. Looks like they're going to go back-to-back state champions. So they had Emma's dance recital over there at the high school the same day that they were having a baseball game. It was a absolute cluster to oh. try to get over there. You know, they got those two roundabouts over there. Right. Oh, my gosh. Let me it tell was you. bumper to bumper to get over there. Whoever designed roundabouts don't deserve to go to heaven. No, they really don't. Just put a stop line Actually, up. you know what? Put, put the sign up that says heaven this way and just – have a roundabout. Just and keep just they're, keep they're going stuck. around. Yeah, they're, they're just stuck. They can't get off the roundabout. And so uh, Southwest is usually pretty good. Asheville has a pretty good baseball team. So baseball around here is huge. Southwest softball used to be amazing. Yeah. I don't know oh, about yeah. it now. Now, girl, yeah. now, girl softball, phenomenal around mm-hmm. this area. Uh, volleyball is good around this area. Yep. Uh, you know, in our county, girl sports are really good. So, I, you know, big props to those guys and those coaches who coach those young ladies. So. But for baseball, for you, you played first base. Uh, so basically, what you're telling me is you're probably most one of the most unathletic kids. Why you say that? Well, what do you do at first base? Yeah, I, I catch all the balls that come to first base. That's it. So you don't have I to field. You don't have to throw. You don't have to run. You just stand at first base. They throw it to you. Is that why I was at first base? Probably. 
Dang it! <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I thought I was better than that. <laughs> they, they said, we're going to put Dean at first base. We got a big target. Just throw it to him, guys. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what? I mean, could you cover second or shortstop or third? Oh yeah, yeah. I was amazing. <laughs> you were amazing. Yeah. yeah, I was the uh, I was the Fred McGriff of uh, first basements. <laughs> Every time I hear that name, I think Fred McGruff, and you're probably the crime dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was more like Sid Bream after he uh, busted his knees up. Oh lord. Yeah. Oh man. So baseball. All right. Let me ask you this. Uh, your favorite. Fictional character baseball player. Who is it? Favorite fictional baseball fictional, player? Fictional. Non-existent. He does, is not a real person. Oh, that would be Benny the Jet Rodriguez. The most overrated baseball player. Oh, my, you're in crazy, America. man. America! I am going to jump across this table right now. Joseph <laughs> Anders would, would probably, uh, he'd probably... He'd probably throw you down right now. First off, with your knees, you ain't jumping over no, nothing. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> hey, let me stretch happen. first. Let me stretch. Uh, yeah. All right, so Benny the Jet. All right, second best baseball movie. Second, the second best baseball movie? No, what is? That, that's your first. That would be right? my first. All right, Major League is my first one. Okay, Major League is good. Don't get me wrong. Major I can't League's knock phenomenal. it. It's good. Um, golly, man. Uh, Field of Dreams was good. Field of Dreams was um, good. I don't know. Uh, uh, League of Their Own. League of Their League Own was good. good. Rookie of the uh, Year. Rookie of the Year. I loved Rookie of the Year. What's my man's name? Uh, I can't remember. But Ruin Gardner. To, yeah, Ruin Gardner. Something Get in like here. Uh, angels in the Outfield. Angels in the Outfield was okay. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. It had angels in it, bro. Yeah, it was okay. Unbelievable. Yeah, but uh, I, I like Rookie of the Year way better. Really? Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites. One of my favorites, old school, right here, the natural. The natural was good. Love yeah, the, natural, the natural, man. Uh, for the love of the game. I don't know if I've ever seen that one. Really? I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh man, that's a great movie, man. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Costner, who is now the big man on Yellowstone. So that's it. Yeah. Uh, what what other good or baseball John movies? John Dutton. Oh, I love me some John Dutton. Yeah. All right. So you played first base. Uh, who was your favorite first baseman as you grew up? Well, Dave Justice was a first baseman his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked him, but growing up would be Sid Bream. Now, who did he play for? He played for Atlanta. He was the first baseman for Atlanta during the early 90s. How many years did he play? One? Uh, no, he played a couple. You, If you'll remember when the Braves went to the National League Championship game, he was the dude that rounded uh, against the Pirates when uh, I think Francisco Cabrera hit the uh, – Hit the single up the middle, and then Sid was at second. He had two bad knees, and you see him hobbling along, and he scores the win and run in the in the bottom of the ninth. Braves win! Braves win! You remember that? No idea who you're talking about. That was Sid. The Dream. only person I remember with bad knees rounding is Kurt Gibson of the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. You're talking with to, the clutch uh, home run when he's. Yeah, kind of get a little fist pump. You're talking pump. to a guy, Dean. Who absolutely does not watch baseball? Really? None. See, I don't. I don't watch basketball. Why? Because uh, you're just a, a bunch of over overpaid uh, Madonna, spring Madonna. What? What are baseball players? Well, that's true, but what? Are, I mean, let's think about it. We talk about you know athletes from our time, and athletes today make twenty million dollars a year, and are upset because they're not making forty million dollars a year. Yeah. How absurd is that? Oh yeah. I just want a million. That's all I want. Is that uh, too much to ask? I would carry the bags. Yeah. For a million dollars. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, I I remember. Uh, let me think. Who who was it? Oh, shoot, do, 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 do. I'm trying to remember the contract. I think it was Antoine Walker with the Celtics. He was like the first hundred million dollar person, and he went broke. How do you go broke? You tell me. Unbelievable. I mean, so thirty for thirty on ESPN. They have a uh, they have an episode called Broke. And one of the guys had this contract that he got. It was like a $175,000 signing contract. Right. And the dude was just, he was just flabbergasted. He was, he never, he was, you know, he was he grew up poor. He didn't have any money. Can't remember the guy's name. Anyways, he takes the check and frames it. And then goes out and starts buying a whole bunch of stuff. The bank calls, says, hey man, you're, you're overdrawn on all this stuff. He goes, I'm overdrawn. I got $175,000. I said, did you cash the check? He goes, what you mean cash? Oh, gosh. <laughs> he framed the check and didn't cash it. See, I, I, I don't get these athletes. They're just, I mean, they, they go to school maybe one year of college. Some of them just go straight out of high school. They, in high school, I mean, athletes are treated differently. We know this, right? I mean, yes. we're not dumb. So some of them probably can't, you know, they, they're – their accounting knowledge is just terrible. And so we set them up to fail. And then we overpay them like crazy. I can remember back, like she says, you didn't watch basketball, but Latrell Sprewell played uh, NBA basketball, got mad at his coach, and literally choked, choked him. Choked him. Yeah, I remember right? that. Yep. Well, the NBA banned him. Mm -hmm. They said, you can no longer play in the NBA. He sat out, I, I want to say, maybe six months to a year, got a lawyer and came back and said, it's the only job that our client can do. Yes. And so he got back in the NBA. All right, first off, your job, your client can flip burgers. Oh, yeah. Right? Your client can lay bricks. And so we, 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 uh, just your client kind of, can learn a trade. <laughs> right, exactly. But we pander and, and we treat these people like they are just these superstars who can get away with anything. Look at OJ. Yes. OJ got away with murder. This man literally slit two people's throats. And got away with it because he was America's sweetheart because of the Hertz commercial where he yep. was jumping luggage. And the jury did not understand what DNA was at the time, believe right. it or not. That was when DNA was first coming to the surface. If the glove doesn't fit. You must acquit. Johnny I mean, Cochran. I mean, it was crazy. It, uh, the only thing I really liked about OJ was uh, Naked Gun. Yeah, he was good in Naked he was Gun. Good he was in very movies. good in Naked Gun. And so I look at this, and I think at these athletes, and I thought, man, they're just so terrible. And our young people watch it, and they and they cater to it, and they you know they they take their life and kind of it revolves around these athletes to today. That man, you can't coach kids. No, nope, you can't. I mean, I mean, you know, as a dad right now, you can't tell Emma anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing because you're her dad. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. And that's just the way it's all going. But like I said, we're talking athletes here. When you were a kid, who back in the day was your favorite athlete? Uh, easily. I, I already said his name for David Justice. David Justice was my favorite athlete. Look, I said athlete, not baseball player. Okay, I said yeah, David Justice athlete. No, he You ever I, seen the arm? Do you ever see him throw people out from right field? Look. Like coming home, he would throw them out from right. I mean, I seen it. Hundreds of times, the dude was amazing. Look, when and I he could he could he could go yard, right? I mean, he. I don't want to bring this up, but I'm going to. 
I mean, you've had Babe Ruth in your top ten athletes. <laughs> yes, I did. Babe Ruth. He went yard. Cecil Fielder went yard. Yeah, he did. All right, was he an athlete? Who was who was the big uh, chubby guy? John Kirk. John Kirk. He Another went yard one. As well, yeah. Was he an athlete? He was in. He was in a couple of All Star games, so he was an All Star. That, that's not my question here, yeah, man. Yeah, well, I mean. I mean, you got to be an athlete to be in the all-star game, right? No. You don't? No. Well, how do you get there? You, you're you a baseball player. You're, you're not an, an athlete, athlete in your sport. Um, I, mm, Come I, on now. I can't go with it, man. Yeah. I know I'll probably lose them followers because yeah, of, you're Yeah, you're, you don't even have disciples right now. <laughs> you just got a bunch of people that hate you. Hey, that, I, mean, that, I mean, evidently this weekend proved it. Hey, you are the Skip Bayless of barbells and tall tails. I mean, three of people who I thought were my guys bailed on me this weekend. Yeah, because they're Dean's disciples. You don't uh, really, you don't know this, but I was texting them. The power of Dean's disciples. Yeah. All right, man. Well, Dean, you get ready to go to Florida. Any last words to the disciples as you head out on your boat this weekend? I just want to say, I've I've had a ball doing this. This is amazing. Um. You guys said on our uh, Facebook page, uh, Barbells and Tall Tales, uh, join us on the Facebook page. Um, uh, you said that you wanted a two two shows a week. Uh, my question to you is, and I'll make a post, uh, would you guys like some T-shirts, some Barbells and Tall Tales T-shirts? Oh, my man Dean is breaking out some apparel, ladies and Yeah, because I will break out some apparel. Uh, I'll make sure it's a very affordable, and uh, maybe we can do some tank tops for people like... Uh, Ben Johnson and Kyle Pugh, so they can wear them for about two minutes in the gym before they take them off. <laughs> uh, have you got a logo created for this? I don't have a logo, but I don't believe it'll be too hard to get a logo. I've got some things in my mind. There you go. Um, I'll talk to some local t-shirt people around here, but uh, if that's something you guys would be interested in, let us know on the Facebook page, and uh, we'll get on that. Now, are you going to keep this rated G or PG for the logo? I or? think I think I'm going to go PG with it. Not G, but PG. All right. Yeah. All right, y'all. This is our episode. Next week, we are going to be discussing some fantasy football. Oh. Me and Dean have got one week to come up with a fantasy football team per side, and when we get through discussing this teams next week, you are fans. The Dean's Disciples and whatever you guys want to call me, the Skip Bayless or whatever, the nonchalant, whatever you guys, you guys will decide whose fantasy football team is better. But, Dean, you've got one week. I wonder who my quarterback's going to be. Look, if your quarterback is not Cam Newton, <laughs> it shows me once again that he is a bust. Hey, that's this week's episode. Are you guys ready? Yeah.